Vitamin Dice is an actual play RPG podcast made by adults for adults. Things can get pretty rowdy round this year game table, and it is not appropriate content for children. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions. As Tasa reached the arena of Zephol, she was greeted by a terrible sight. Zeol was no longer Gith, but a monstrous aberration. It seems that he too had given himself into the corruption of Impesca. His lust for power had taken away everything that had made him Gith. She didn't doubt that Kiol and his friends could take down Zeol. She just wanted to make sure. Welcome to A New World, presented as always by Vitamin Dice. That's V-Y-T-A-M-I-N, and Dice is spelled just the regular boring old way. I'm your dungeon master this evening, or whenever you're listening to this, and my name is Valando Man. Today, I am joined by... Hello, my name is Caden Wise, and I am Kiol <laughs> Just coughing over his intro with my <laughs> That <laughs> His audio is clean. <laughs> yeah, my audio is I, totally fine. I'm, jo- I'm Josh, and I play Aelig, your favorite dwarf. I actually met a dwarf recently that I like a little bit better. Um, Actually, the politically correct term is called mid- Anyway. Um, hello, I'm Connor Mann. And <laughs> exactly, I that's the face you should be making, Caden. And hello, uh, I am Phoenix Ashland, and I play Dr. Belmore. I swear to God, these We have these no Frankie intros. tonight. We have a lot of cutting out of these intros, but tonight we have no Frankie. I swear, we can never have, like, a clean intro, though. We did for, like, the first three or four. The, and when then we first just... started, they were all clean, and then afterwards they just divulged into madness. Yeah, no, nobody gives a shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, literally, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> as soon as I got here, everything fell to shit. Speaking of which, how many downloads do we have on our uh, podcast? Uh, I think anyway. we have about 300 total downloads. How many followers? That's good. Uh, but if you're listening to this and you like the show, we don't pay to advertise this at all. We rely entirely on viewers like you to spread our glory. So... Get the name out there, guys. Yes, we to spread you. the mighty word of vitamin dice. Tell your friends, your family. Tell your enemies. <laughs> Force them to listen to it. Let no, them like fear our mighty word. Tell your cat. Maybe you and your enemies can bond over this show. Everyone's got a favorite character. As they always say, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Invite your enemies Her. to a podcast listening party. Woo! No, 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 it's great. You're going to love it. <laughs> so when You're does it get good? It. Oh, after the first You're 15 chapters, I it. promise it gets good. But you have to listen to those first 15 chapters, because otherwise nothing makes sense. Any hoozles. So last time on A New World, <laughs> Kiol finished working on the new body for Kiol's wife, Unakai. And after she woke up, Kiol artificed some new infused magic items for the party, except for Aelig. And armed with this new gear. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) And armed with this new gear. They're not permanent, by the way. Kiol challenged his father Zeol to an ancient duel to the death called Anki Durai. And during the Anki Durai, Elsie violated the terms 
of the sacred duel by trying to cast inflict wounds on Zeal. Violated the terms and conditions. Elsie did not read the fine print and violated the terms and conditions that they had all signed. You guys are fighting a horde of gifts. Oh, that's right. Dr. Belmar's fucking losing his mind. He keeps the, getting nat 20s and killing the, Yeah, that's right. You, you have been kicking ass. With the it's Shadow been Blade. With the Shadow Blade. Yeah. The biggest thing I'm worried about is because the duel has been... It's this been ruined be or whatever. Basically now, even if I win the fight, we still have to face all those gifts. Let's just see how this plays out. I and just want to say that I, I do not accept any responsibility for this. It's all Elsie's fault. <laughs> um, actually, okay, that was fair. in the read user license agreement that it's actually what? you as the user and player. It is your fault. Uh, yeah, you, you do accept uh, all legal responsibility for this action, actually. If you read the fine terms on the, the Akidurai agreement. But we can't read the language. Well, it actually says uh, in the fine print that even if you can't read the language, you still sign away all legal rights to sue. <laughs> um, Fuck. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. You I, let me I feel like maybe as a DM, I should have told you about that, but I just, Zeol, he threatened me. That, that tracks. That sounds like my dad. So we're basically going to pick up right at that exact moment that that, that, that happens. The inflict wounds. Oh, jeez. So, Elsie, you can go ahead and roll damage for that inflict wounds. Oh, fucker. <laughs> What's wrong? Elsie, no! I was about to say, I feel like Connor forgot this happened. Oh, no. no. He's been stressing about it for two weeks. <laughs> I have been wondering what's going to happen to to you, Connor. Oh, God. Wouldn't it suck if this was like a one on each of those dice, so it's not even worth it? Oh, but, shit. No, 17 points of necrotic damage. 17, okay. So we're going to skip Bast because Bast's player isn't here. Uh, we're going to continue in turn order for now. Oh. Somehow this terrifies me more. Oh, why does this terrify you more when I'm here? No, it terrifies me because nothing happens after that. So it's just the existential dread of what's going to happen next. Fair. And even though Dr. Belmore is in bloodlust right now, he's just killing person and while after person And everything's in after slow-mo, Alec is in normal speed, unscrewing a bottle of whiskey and about to chug the whole thing. Woo! <laughs> Just yeah, like, I oh boy. Even while I'm like attacking the things attacking me, because that's instinct, I'm gonna look over my shoulders. Elsie, what are you doing? <laughs> I did a fucky wucksy. Oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie doodles. So Did do I, I have to roll to just keep attacking, or am I just good to keep doing that? I think as a reaction, Zeol is going to do something that is going to dramatically impact what you guys are going to do on your turns. So I think that should happen before you take your actions. Probably. Yeah. Oh, Lord. As Zeol has wounds inflicted upon him, he smiles. Elsie, what have you done? I don't know. He stares Kyol yeah, dead in the up. eyes and says, Duke. And he begins to just, his flesh bursts open as more flesh growing from underneath explodes outwards and he transforms Resident Evil style into a monstrous abomination. Seeing this, the gith that were attacking you, stop, back up, and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, hell no. Nope, fuck this. They're like, this ain't, this ain't I what I signed up for, for chief. Shit. I don't get paid enough for this, dude. Oh, oh, no. So, do we get back up to full health? Because I know when we failed a little bit, like, we took some damage. No, we're still in the middle of this you, fight. Why would you go back to, to full health? I was just wondering, because... 
new combat encounter. I don't know. It's... No, it's the same one. No, dude. Oh, that doesn't make oh any God. sense. So Zeo goes back up to full health. Oh, Zeo's back up at full health. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off. Yeah, you kind of done fucked up. All right, Belmore. So I am gonna I'm gonna look at Keol because I I just witnessed some shit. And first thing I'm gonna do, uh, can you do that too? Keol's uh, got his helmet up, so you can't really see his face. But he's just sort of staring up at what once was his father and is now just the product of his nightmares and just slowly reloads the rifle. Keel, uh, do you think it's okay if I attack that thing now? Can I? Yes, you fucking twat. Have we thrown all rules out the window? Can I attack him? Uh, the Anki Durai is over, dude. Everything is fucked now. Kill it. You got it. You got it, buddy boy. Aye. The shadow blade dissipates. And I have my lantern, and it's time for me to become a blasty boy again. Does a uh, 24 hit? A 24 does hit. Excellent. 24 damage, 3 bludgeoning damage. 24 damage, 3 bludgeoning damage. Yes. Is uh, Fairy Fire still on this thing? Yeah, I, I think so. I haven't lost concentration. Okay. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure hey, you still are concentrating on that spell. Excellent. Ho, 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 ho. So I'm going to first use my bonus action to command Unikai okay. to move 40 feet next to me away GTFO. from Zeol. Getting the fuck away from that thing. She can run 40 feet? Yes, she can. Damn. That's fast. And then we're both going to make a simultaneous attack. Me with my rifle, her with her force cannon. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Indeed. 20. That's a hit. Okay. 13 points of damage. And then Unikai. 18. Nay. Damn it. Wow. Fuck. I'll have Bast move. And if you stand on an adjacent square to Bast or Bast's echo, Bast will protect you and you'll uh, attacks against you will have disadvantage. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Now is Alig's turn. Alright. Alright. Alig snaps... I can do this as a free action, right, Vlandal? Because it's been a fucking long-ass time since I've pulled Gibby out. You can do it as a action. Ah, balls. Uh, Gibby, can I believe appear in an unoccupied space within 30 feet of you? Where do you want him? Gibby, I need ya. He snaps his finger and that purple vortex appears. And Gibby, I imagine, looks around like, what in the fuck is this place? What is that? (laughs) Yeah, like, what is that? Where are we? What the hell? What? Nah, man, I'm all good. Nah, that that is true. Gibby would be chill as hell. I can hang. I can hang. Oh, yeah, I interrupted his smoke sesh. I get it. So what's going on, eh, dog? <laughs> Come on, How man. How could you do this? Uh, and then Alig is going to do one of the double attack things. How big is this thing? Is it just like an actual Resident Evil huge creature? Final made of boss flesh? of Resident Evil 3? It's, an, it's enough to have gone from medium to large in D&D terms. I'm ah. imagining stage 2 Nemesis. Yeah, that's where I was, stage yeah. 2 Nemesis. Okay, that's horrifying. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, well, so the 19 hits, and then yes. uh, roll another one. So that is a 22, though. You can roll right. damage for both. Yes. Oh, you look at that. Max damage. Oh, Max shit. damage. Yeah. Oh, my shit. Go. You should use Gibby's oh reaction for this. Yes, Gibby's reaction is going on this one. I believe you can choose fire, fire, electric. I'm going to say electric. 
Alright. Nice. Not terrible. You still get extra damage, so. Yes. The total was 29. Yeah. <laughs> That's some decent damage there. How long does a thing of combat and uh, last? Zephyr Strike I can cast, and its casting time is a bonus action. Yeah, now is a great time. Are you asking because it lasts for a minute? Yep. That's about 10 rounds of combat. Yeah. Combat almost never goes that long. All right, yep, Zephyr Strike. After Aleg is Zeol. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh, no. Elsie. The only creature within range at the moment is Elsie. Oh, God. Elsie's going to get fucking dumpstered. Do you know that fucking... It's going to be okay. He's going to start with two attacks against Elsie. That's a 29 for the first one. Oh. That's a, that's a hit? That's not just a hit. That's like, how does fist taste? Uh, and then the other one's in that one, so that one misses. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Thank, thank God. Does he take Thank Chandra. So that's 14 points of slashing damage. When Alrighty. she takes that damage, I'm going to use Unikai's reaction to give Elsie a D8 plus 3 temporary hit points. You gain oh, nice. 11 that's, temporary yeah. hit points. All right. Okay. Uh, as a bonus action, he's going to attack you again. Fuck. Uh, 24. That, that'll hit. And 15 points of slashing damage. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bloodied. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. I just, like, stagger backwards. I think as his last action, he's going to attack you again with a penalty. Dear God. Elsie? 19. That'll hit. Fuck. Okay. Oh, God. Elsie's going down. And 13 points of slashing damage. Well, you had a little cushion from the 11. I'm up. Get the fuck away from there, Elsie. Okay. Run away. <laughs> I'm going to miss this step. Oh, thank God. Cough nice. up blood and is like, peace. Does it, does it, does it, ha does it work? Yeah, it works. Why wouldn't yeah. it work? Oh, hi, Elsie. <laughs> and then I, I'm just like running towards Kiel. And then, Elsie, come like, here. I, I fly out of the, the mist and then I run. The zoologists are just like extending their hands. Like, <laughs> uh, I run over run. here. Okay. And I, I turn around and I cast Told the Dead on okay. Nemesis. <laughs> so that's a wisdom save a wisdom saving throw nat 20 fuck oh that could have been an attack roll <laughs> yeah that's, that's true. good that's good yeah get those out of here he wasted it saving on a cantrip uh, well okay that's great that's gonna end my turn but the um the twilight sanctuary oh thank god Roll that, go that goes for... around the three of us <laughs> yes five I'm going to cast Spike Growth. Yes. Okay. Yes. Under yes. Zeal. Worked on the yes. 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 Nice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I raise the lantern and I just I just get to cast Spike Growth. It covers a 20 foot radius centered on a point. So right under Zeol is where it's centered, and then a 20 foot radius around it. And then it's time for me to be a Blasty Boy. So. <laughs> All right. I get advantage on this one, right? Yes. You do. Okay, nat 20. I don't need it. Oh my oh, god. Nice. <laughs> nat 20 again. Two, I don't know how it happened. Two nat Oh my 20. god. <laughs> Dr. Belmore. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. You literally just prolapsed his asshole. <laughs> That's 43 damage. Yeah, that is a lot of fucking damage. My That's a lot of fucking god. Damage. Wow, he's bloodied. My father didn't know who he was facing. Yeah, as the moment that Zeol decided to fuck with Dr. Belmore's friends, 
Dr. Belmore kind of went off the deep end a little bit. You can see as he's casting, like, Eldritch Blast, he's just smiling the whole time. <laughs> he's not, like, afraid anymore. He's just smiling. Now, if you're standing near A-Leg, you hear a mumble, remind me not to piss you off. <laughs> I am standing right next to you. <laughs> I'm taking that as a compliment. And then we're going to have a, uh, a new person in the initiative. It is Tasa Kai. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> Tasa Kai appears on the battlefield north here, like above you guys. Uh, and Tasa Kai has that rifle that she pointed at all of y'all. <laughs> and she's going to fire it at Zeol. So that's a 22, so that's going to deal 6d6s of damage. And that's uh, 17. Yeah, so uh, Zeol is bloodied, and then just this rifle bullet streaks through. I'm just going to continue peppering on this guy. Natural 20! Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, <Critical> my God! <laughs> and I'm also going to add a psionic die onto this. Nice. why not? <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Ooh. Add those up real quick and then add 36 to that. I would use a calculator. 56. 56. That's the first strike. That's the damage which you would expect firearms to do in D&D. Oh, I'm also going to roll a D6 to see if it breaks. I, I don't think it does. No, right? it's on a one. All right. I didn't oh. mean to roll that. What Whoa, the fuck just happened? Hell. <laughs> do I hit it? <laughs> for those of you at home he just rolled like 10 d20s i don't know what just what just happened and you <laughs> aim towards gibby fuck you no it's a combat tracker if you look i aimed at all of you do you just attack everybody yeah, you just like dies. She just turns on everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, what just happened? Unakai has just gone rogue and started attacking everybody. <laughs> I sort I sort of knew this would happen. I don't understand. Okay, I'm gonna do that again. You're gonna do that again? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that again. I'm gonna try to fire again correctly this time. All right, that's a s 14. Nay, Unakai hasn't really done much. And now Aleg's going to do that double strike thing again. Do it. I dare you. Do it. Get it done. I still get advantage, right? Yeah. All right. 23. Uh, let's roll one more. Plus, 27. Uh, plus. All right. Yep. They both hit. And then I add Jesus. This is a lot of die. You add Jesus? Yes. <laughs> you add Jesus Deep to the street. Believe Jesus. it or not, he goes straight to hell. <laughs> wow. And then Gibby is going to use his reaction for that as well and do electric on that as well. Nice! Six. Six. Nice! Baby, yeah. 33. So 33. 33 damage. We are just yeah. hitting this fucking we are, hard. We are bringing out all the stops. <laughs> this combat encounter is going to be great for the damage stats that Connor's been doing. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yes. I'm so sorry to hear it. And as usual, Dr. Belmore stole the show with 7 trillion <laughs> damage points and all of you did. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Uh, Sorry. All right. So on <laughs> on Zeol's turn, he's going to misty step to where Tasakai is, and he's going to use no! all of his attacks against her. Fuck you. He's just like, sit down, final warning. Are you going to kill my mother figure? I've given him the ability to reckless attack like a barbarian while in this form. So he's oh just going to make these attacks with advantage. Uh, that's a 26. Oh. Did you just bring her into this fight to kill her? 
That's a natural 20? Yeah, oh. she, she's dead. She just gets flayed to pieces <clears throat> Apparently, Kiol wasn't traumatized enough. No, there's never enough trauma. This huge abomination of flesh turns into a red mist, flies towards Tasakai, reemerges in his brutish, hulking form, and just with incredible strength and ferocity, this creature that used to be your father rips your mother figure apart. Uh, well, fuck. <laughs> well, fuck. You killed my mother. Prepare to die. My name is Kjol Zwalti. Oh, my God. I'm going to cast... Nani? Nani? I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Okay. Understandable. Understandable. Have a great day. I regain nine. I'm going to give myself the bonus healing then. And then I'm going to send the uh, spiritual weapon flying towards Zeol and it strikes him. Yeah. Well, it will attempt to strike him. We'll see. A 26 to hit. Yeah, that hits. (laughs) 13 points of force damage. Threading. As the spiritual scimitar slashes him. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on him. Okay. Uh, 19. That is a success. Elsie's just gone straight murder vibes. Well, well cute yeah. to sweet to murder. Moida! And now That's kind of the we cleric have path. Dr. Belmore. Hey, we have the Blasty Boy again who's going to blast some more. <laughs> blast Blasty Boy, some more. get a blast I swear to God, if you get a nat one and cause a magical explosion that damages me. Nah, that, this system that doesn't happen. have that because it's lame. Yeah. <laughs> We have something different. So I have advantage on both of these. Uh, yeah, on every attack. Every attack, Because yeah. since, mis- since uh, Fairy Fire hasn't stopped. Zeal could have attacked Kiol and tried to interrupt his uh, concentration, but instead uh, he killed Tasakai. Because he figured that would hurt worse. Uh, and I, was, I assume he was right. Yeah, probably. Yes. Honestly, I should, be, I should make a concentration check on that. Sure, that feels thematic. <laughs> you know what? That feels dramatic. I'm going to make a quick concentration check real quick. Okay. 19. Good job. One of them was a uh, 17 and the other one was a 25. Okay, the 25 hits, the 17 misses. Nine points of force damage and three points of bludgeoning. Some modest damage. We're back down to modest. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going overkill this time. Fuck it. I'll cast Vicious Mockery because I have nothing else to do. I fucked Nemesis up so hard, and now I'm making him feel bad about himself. So you're Hopefully. just flipping your middle finger off at him. Five. A five? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Does that um, Does that have in your spell save, DC? Or? Yeah, or that's a little... I, I, he failed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nah. To D4. Actually, I think it's 2D4 now, yeah. 2D4, so he takes six points of necrotic damage. Or psychic damage. Psychic damage. And Belmore, he does one of my favorite things in media. It's this thing called an unconve. I think that's how you pronounce it. Where you pull down one of your eyelids, stick out your tongue, and yell an insult. It's very common in Japan. It's It's a way to taunt people and just like, is that really all you've got? As he's, like, sticking his tongue out. (laughs) 
I think for his character, it would make sense for him not to care. But I mean, you can tell that like he winces, like he takes psychic damage. It's the thought of being insulted, not actually being insulted yeah. that gets to him. Yeah. <laughs> as we uh, as we move to Kiol's turn, uh, you can see uh, Ziol, this huge like hulking mass, begins to drop the pieces of Tasakai into a bloody pile on the ground, and he turns to just fully face you. He's He has so much blood on him, a stiff wind could knock him over. Even if you didn't do anything else, you are positive that Zeol would not live to see another dawn. But he just turns to face you, dropping the pieces of Tasakai, and smiles at you. Just this huge, sickening grin. Alright. How far away is he from me crying? Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. I know. I just want to see. That's terrifying. I'm going to misty step 30 feet closer and raise my rifle. And I don't say anything to him, but I do drop the mask and I just look him in whatever remains of his face. And I just pull the trigger with just a look of rage. That's a 22. That's a hit. I'll pump my last psionic die into this. Finally! <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, 27. 27. You want to describe uh, how it goes down? Well, I want... I just want something... You know, a little bit of drama to happen. I know that this isn't how it really happened. Yeah, but... take take the reins here. Um, I'm going to climb so over you I back f- into the cart there. You can hop up here on the driver's seat. Take right. the reins to these two horses. He doesn't know how to drive. We're going to die. What have you done? Oh, God. No, it's fine. Unikai and Kiol are going to rush him. So he fires once and takes off one of his arms mm-hmm. so that Zeol sort of falls to the ground. And then Kiol runs up and like sort of runs up onto his chest and puts his pepper box down whatever remains of his mouth. He just looks into its eyes. Kill me, Kiol. Kill me. Gladly. You can never undo what I have done. No but I can build something new and you won't be here to break that. And I blow his head off and Unakai runs up. Metal. And finally, we'll just put the force cannon up to his chest and we'll just blow his guts and his spine directly out of his back as Kyo backflips off of the now destroyed body and lands next to his wife. Fun fact, that was an old British execution method. They would tie someone in front of a cannon and fire the cannon. Nice. Yeah. How fitting. Paying homage. Described as one of the most disgusting and traumatizing execution methods ever. And it feels so good to see that just splattered across the battlefield. Well, they also used to do it to people that weren't deserving of it because, you know, British people. Don't ruin this for me, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get out of here, Josh. Just get out of here. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I'll go back in the trunk. Please. You can see the gith around. They're like sort of unsure what to do. They're not sure if they should attack you or just like they they seem like they don't know what to do. I make eye contact with one of the ones who I think is in charge and I'm still a little bit manic from my, you know, danger sort of murder spree. And I just, I, I yell at really loud, you don't want to come any closer. Uh, Stay back. Yeah, I don't think they're going to approach you. Are they sort of surrounding the ring? They are, yeah. But I think uh, Teola is going to walk out on the, the raised section where uh, Ziol had given a speech before. Get Ziol. Is dead. I declare myself, Diola, soldat, as the new leader 
of the Soldat tribe. You will answer to me, or you will die, like Ziol did. And I'm going to walk to the middle of the arena. So, chieftain of the Soldats, will we have peace? I am one of the last of the Zualtis left in my home. Ziol, who has long made conflict between our people, lies dead. So yes, we shall have peace. Then allow me to extend an invitation to you, my sister, to make Zanhakaran your home and help me to make it into its former glory as not just Zualti. And I will begin addressing the rest of the crowd. But a place for all Gith to come. You have lived your entire lives in fear of knowledge. But look at what I have accomplished today. I have defeated your greatest leader with not the knowledge of the Gith, but the knowledge that I acquired from here. And this place can teach you as well. I will not force you, but my home is open to all who wish to learn. Make a performance check with advantage. All right, I got a minus one, so let's see how this goes. Do you have minus one charisma? Yeah. Guidance. (laughs) Elsie, actually, you try to cast Guidance, and uh, it seems weaker than it normally is. Instead of adding a d4, you just get plus one. Twelve. Still above a ten. Woo! There's a a smattering of applause. (laughs) Honestly, the best it could have been for Kiel. He's He's not a man for performance. Yeah. But he is a teacher. So can we go home now? The bloody pieces of Zeol's corpse begin to form together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I think I I would rather die like I was about to be like with just like pure wrath at fucking uh, fucking Aelig speaking out of turn the pure (laughs) anger in his heart starts forming his body back together. Ah, no. Nobody answers you. I'm just going to grab his arm and I'm going to start pulling him towards Kiel. Because Kiel said that you like you moved to the center of the arena, right? Yeah. You So you're near where Elsie is? Yeah. And Unakai is uh, also going to be next to me. Yeah. I'm just going to drag A-Lig over to the middle and probably Bast or just gesture This is how you over. treat a midget. This isn't correct. This isn't correct. As A-Lig just flailing about. Nobody tosses a dwarf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Belmore is just, like, gonna pull A-Lig along, realizing, like, you know, this is probably a, a good moment to, to step forward. Still got me. a little bit of a manic look in his eyes. Not the beard! Relax. But if you remember, he really doesn't have a beard. He has two little things for a mustache, so... Well, that's a quote even from worse. Rings. That's basically a beard. Sergio, how does it feel? I look over my shoulder to see the ruined corpse of Tasa. Mm-hmm. So much has been lost. I don't know how many of my family remain. Unikai just places a gentle hand on his arm. Is it so bad if we're the closest thing you've got? I don't suppose it is that bad of a thing. But this place was once the home of my family. And it can be again. With some time and a lot of work. Are you going to be staying? He really thinks about that. He sort of steps and looks up at the Munak Pythelia, the giant tower. I want to. There's still so much left to do here. I must find Deor and whatever remains of the Zualtis and rebuild this place 
Hold on, there's a microwave going off. (laughs) Having a dramatic moment when there's a microwave going off. I can't hear it, at least on Discord, so. Oh, that's good. So cute. Is this goodbye? Tiola Misty steps beside you and says, You are always welcome here, brother. Puts a hand on Tiola's shoulder. And you've been addressing his back as he sort of stepped to look at the tower. And he turns and looks at the group of you standing together. I will stay, but not yet. There is still many things that you all wish to accomplish. And I owe it to all of you to see your goals seen through. So, I will return to the Prime Material Plane with you. Until such a time as you see what you seek accomplished. And then I will come back here and remake my home. I think we all can be agreeable to that. And Belmore kind of looks around and just kind of gives everyone a little bit of a smile. His intensity has gone way down in this moment, and he just looks really happy to be around everyone and to keep everyone together. Mm -hmm. Man, I wish Frankie was here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. As the arena of Zephyl empties of Gith, you do see a lone figure going against the crowd. They begin to walk into the arena. They are hooded and cloaked in the in this like tan. It looks like if you imagine like a fantasy desert explorer, they're like covered with this it's almost a poncho, a common mm-hmm. uh, somewhere between a poncho and a cloak. And this lone figure is walking across the arena towards you. Towards the group of us or Yep. I sort of put my hand on my gun. The figure stops and holds their hand above a pepper box that they have at their hip. I step a little closer so I'm diagonal with them. And I just sort of stare them down. They stand as still as a scarecrow. Their arm does not waver. Nor does mine. Draw! Roll a dexterity save. Natural... 20. <laughs> uh, yeah, you definitely outdraw this person. They go to draw as well. It's pretty impressive. It's a 17. It's not a nat 20. Good. But you still have yet to outpace me, my boy. Uh, you hear a psionic message in your head say, I should have known. <laughs> I knew I had improved, but... Deor, I just run straight towards him. He runs to meet you. And I bring him into... I bring him into the biggest fatherly hug that I can possibly muster. Unakai also rushes up and joins us in sort of a family hug. He he looks really surprised to see Unakai. He like he recognizes that it's Unakai. He and he says like, Unakai, I thought you had died, and yet you are here. You should know. It takes a lot more than death to keep me from Kiol, and he is too stubborn to let me die. Well, when you say it that way. That does make sense. It is a long story. I'm I'm sure I will not be spared it. Absolutely not. And I wish to hear about your exploits. I had simply come because Tasa told me that Heru had passed. I had come to come back to this land. I did not expect to see... Well, I did not expect to see either of you. Yes. I did not intend to return. At least not for some time. But... And I look to the just destroyed body of Zeol, which is actually next to the destroyed body of Tassa. Yeah, you you see him uh, looking intently 
you can see a look of realization and understanding, mm -hmm. and he just begins to silently weep. I do too, and I just pull him into another hug. Uh, he hugs you back very tightly. There aren't many of us left, but I swear to you, we will remake the Zualti tribe stronger than even the adamantine stones. As long as there is a Zualti in San Hakarin, the Zualti will remain. Agreed. Well, there you are. I'd like you to meet some individuals. And I gesture to the group. Uh, he looks over to see the party as if he's realizing, like, he obviously saw them, but now he's looking at them and he's like, who the fuck are these people? These are not Geeth. <laughs> How did they even get here? <laughs> they are friends. I had escaped to the Prime Material Plane. For some time, I trained and discovered that this one, I put a hand on Unakai's back, was still with me somehow. I see. So I worked to try and come back here so that I might return her to a proper body and also avenge our family. And while there, I met these group of bumbling fools. He gets a look from Dr. Belmore at that. Looking at Alec, I'm guessing. No, he looks at all of you and he cracks a little smile. But they are good people and I am honored to have worked beside them. This is Dr. Alistair Belmore. A pleasure. Belmore, Hello. this is Deor. Suppose you could call him my son. It's great to meet you. This is Eilig Stoneseeker. Eilig nods and reaches out a hand for a handshake. Uh, Deor will shake your hand, sure. Hell yeah. Do you want to roll a strength check to see who has a stronger grip? Fuck yes. <laughs> I have a zero bonus to this, so we'll see. Oh, piss off. <laughs> ah, he got a 14. <laughs> That's yeah. my boy! <laughs> he reaches out this lean, muscular arm, and he has a tight grip. Hey, I was almost a 17, too, on mine. <laughs> Fate did not will it. Nope. This is Bast Botros, and this is Elsie Wayward. Oh, hey. Hello, little one. <laughs> he, uh, Deor, like, goes down on one knee in the, like, classic, like, I'm gonna talk to this kid move. <laughs> you realize she could kick your ass if she wanted, right? I am sure that she could. She is going to be very big, very strong. Uh, Deor, that is the size she will remain for some time. She is a halfling. Oh, I am sorry. I did not mean to mock any ailment that you have. <laughs> <laughs> like father, like son. <laughs> I feel like I am missing something. It is okay. I, I'm just this size. He just looks confused. <laughs> she may not look like much. In fact, she is, size-wise, not very much. But within our heart lies a power far greater than any gith could wield. Even though she is a foolish idiot who should not have done something so stupid. What did she do? Well, I had challenged my father to Anki Durai. Yes. And it was going well until... He had decided to attack Unakai, and Elsie responded by casting a vicious spell upon him, thus breaking the Anki Durai. He looks dumbfounded. We managed to make it out of there alive, didn't we? He looks at Elsie with just, like, fear on his face, and he says, You violate the terms of Anki Durai? I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to. It is not me you should apologize to, but yourself and your kin. 
he does whatever the equivalent of doing like the the cross <laughs> is in the it's probably more of a circular thing for the git but he, you know he does something yeah. like he does something to try to protect himself spiritually from this bad sinful thing that you've done fuck what's gonna, gonna happen to hell, me? hell unikai uh, straight to the boiler room <laughs> he, like, he like flinches when he when he looks at elsie he's like oh fuck unikai the will boiler room goes stands behind you elsie and just puts a reassuring hand on your shoulder it is all right little one we will protect you though the reaction is not unwarranted to break anki durai is let's just say there are worse things than death many worse things than death it was an accident i know i appreciate it little one but next time try to keep yourself out of danger all right gives her a little wink Elsie, from the moment you cast Inflict Wounds, you, you've had a feeling for a very long time. I think you, you grew up with druids, so Elsie's probably been magic since from a very young age. So it kind of feels like being a kid again, because for the first time in a very, very long time, you are starting to feel the way you did before you had magic. You could tell when you cast the Cure Wounds, it was like spraying a hose with just like the last bit once you've turned the water off and when you tried to cast guidance on keol it only barely worked when you look at the sky around you it looks it, it almost looks like the stars are growing more dim it is as if your power is uh leaving you i dropped my knees and just bow my head and look at the ground elsie I drop to both my knees. Wayward, what is wrong? Elsie. It's my worst nightmare. What? Chandra's gift. She's leaving me. You are losing your magic? Surely not all of it. I just look up at Kiel, and the the ever-present twinkle in my eye is gone. Oh, little one. We We should get out of here. Get, get Elsie to safety. Make a make an insight check. Can I give her the help action? Oh, 20 is good enough. <laughs> yeah, 20. I figured. Uh, with a 20 on insight, Elsie has the insight to try a non-cleric spell, and preferably a cantrip. I just hold out my hand, palm up, mm-hmm. and there's like horrible gashes all down my arm. Yeah. And I, I druidcraft a tiny flower in the palm of my hand. It's just like a tiny little flower with black petals. So your druid cantrips still work, but it seems that any of your leveled spells and any cleric spells of any kind are not going to work. And I close my hand and crush it and drop it on the ground. Kiel puts his hands over your hand. Elsie, I don't know much about the divinity. But I promise you here and now that whatever it takes, I will help you to restore yourself to the godly person I know you are. We will fix this together. So don't give up hope. That is in order. And I stand up and I pick her up with me, stand her on her feet. We have work to do. This entire time, Dr. Belmore has the most uncomfortable look on his face. It's one of, I have been there. And from the looks of it, it's not pleasant. And so he has the most uncomfortable look as he's watching all of this go down. I I stand up and I look at Dr. Belmore, tears just streaming down my cheeks. And I just look at you. You can see Alig is sort of 
staring at all of you, a sort of a pensive look, but you can see, still see pain on his face as he hurts for you, Elsie. But he's looking at dancing his eyes between the three of you with a very deep thought. Theola, I will be leaving, but I leave Zanhakarin in your hands until I return. Very well. Can I trust in you and you, Deor, to try and find what remains of my family and attempt to rebuild this place? Yes. I think Deor should be the one who has the final say about anything that happens in the monastery, but we will help in any way we can. We know that the Zuartis do not have the numbers they used to. Attempt to help him find it, and Deor, I trust you to remake our home until I return. It is my duty. I will see it done. Puts a hand on his shoulder, puts a hand on Taylor's shoulder. You are all the remains of my family. Wait, what about our brothers? They are in Nayasar. They are in Nayasar? Zior sent them to look for you shortly before you arrived. Nayasar is still in great danger. So much to do. So little time. I look forward to seeing you both again. And I say a departure phrase. It's something of along the lines of, in the Gith language, it's like, May Gith be with you. Mm-hmm. As we're all leaving, I walk up to Elsie, and I wrap one of my wings around her shoulders. I push it off. You can talk to me later. I get it. And I... A little bit slower, but I start to walk. Mm-hmm. I think it would be best for us to rest a night here in Zanhakarin. Sure, yeah. Teola will let you stay as long as you want. There is still a portal in the Great Hall of Zanhakarin. Excellent. So we all leave the Colosseum and go to a place to rest? Yes. I will take you through... I'll take you on a little tour of Zanhakarin, though ruined it might be. It's a grim beauty to it. You can definitely tell that it once was a majestic place of learning and training. There was life here. I just look at the piles of burned books, empty shelves. It will be made again. It will be whole. But let me take you someplace comfortable. Hopefully. And I'll take them to like this, almost like a dormitory where there's just rooms of bedrooms, like an apartment complex or a dormitory. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much is left. The soldats basically ransacked it for anything valuable and then just like smashed up the place and they, they haven't set foot in there since the battle. Okay. Everything oh. is covered by a layer of dust, but there's very little that is uh, in, like undamaged. Well, I cannot promise comfortable beds, but this is at least a safe location. And privacy, should you require it. I have a little work I want to get done before I adjourn to bed. Rest well, my friends. You have done great things for me, for Unakai, and for my family. With that, I kind of just, I give him a nod, and I go off to go find a place to be in my lantern. I'm not going to go in there yet, but I want to find a good place to put it. Alright, so Aelig is just going to find some place with Gibby, and they're both going to curl up and go to sleep. So I wanted to change a few things, because it never felt right story-wise changing these, but I wanted to change some of my fighter things, but wanted to do that when I had actual downtime to do that. So one of the things I wanted to change was I wanted to change one of my Battlemaster maneuvers to maneuvering attack, because the one that I previously had, which was, what was that? Tactical assessment, I never used. It's not as good, but maneuvering attack, I feel like, fits well, especially now that I am accustomed to having more people to rely on. The other thing is I wanted to change my fighting style. So later in the night, 
I want to go to wherever they have Zeol's body before they bury him. I'm just going to look over his remains, and I begin to slowly undo the bandolier and belts that hold my throwing weapons. These were the tools of a soldat, and I have used them my entire life, but they are not who I am. I look at my pepper box. I think it is time to let go of what I once was, fully. And I drop the belts of my chakram, my darts, and my knives into his grave. And I would like to take instead the archery fighting style, which gives me a plus two to my attack rolls with ranged weapons. Did I see what the top of the, this tower looks like? I think you saw it from the outside. If you want to go up to the top of the tower, there is a long spiraling staircase that goes up to the very pinnacle of the tower. Is there like a look, a lookout perch type thing? It's an, it's an observatory, actually. Well, I'm going to go up to the observatory. I'm going to follow on the stairs, but not interrupt unless you want company. So I'll just like be hanging out down on the stairs. Limbo doesn't really have stars the way that we imagine them. They're more like um, old debris and some odd magical glowing beacons that just hover in the void of space that is Limbo. The observatory has a strange alien looking device that could be a telescope. A large dome that has various depictions of the Zualti history. You can see the rise of the first gith against the Illithid. You see the splitting of the two gith cultures. Another group breaking off a step-by-step -step of the monastery growing and growing. And then you see just the other history of the Zualtis until it comes to a, an end, but there's still some blank space left. There's a large door on the opposite side of the telescope that leads out to a wide balcony that overlooks all of Zanhakaran and the land that it lies on. I want to try to look through the telescope. <laughs> okay. You look through the telescope-like device, and you see the sky, but you don't recognize any of the stars or constellations. <sighs> the stars here are different than home. I'm looking for a specific star, but I don't think I'll find it. Yeah. Do you want to roll a religion check? Yes. Pretty good at those. 16. Uh, with a 16... As you are looking at the stars, even though they are different from the ones you know, you have looked for like spiritual interpretations and messages from higher beings from a young age. So you're adept at seeking the will of the gods where others see what they see. And in the stars, you feel like you get a glimpse into Chandra. And Chandra is very angry. But it's, it's more than just being mad. She is frustrated, she is hurt, and she's embarrassed. I step back from the telescope, and I just look dead inside. At this point, I start to come up the stairs. I don't say anything. Not yet. Not until you notice me or choose to acknowledge me. But I'm standing there, and... I've got that same uncomfortable look as before, but it's not directed towards you. You can tell that, you know, my discomfort is not at, at all directed towards Elsie. The stars are different here than home. Different how so? Do you see other things? Things I never expected to see. Like what? Can you tell me? <sighs> no. 
And I slowly walk over. Again, not touching, not interacting, keeping a comfortable distance. And just, I know what you're going through. Not on the level that you do, but I understand in ways that I'm not even sure you would realize. I under- I, I have been in your shoes, and it's not easy to be where we, where we are, but there's no reason to give up hope. I managed to find a way. I found a way to navigate the world without anything, and you are far stronger than I was. And so, if you need to talk, I'm here. And if you ever need any connections, I have some of those too. Just know that I get it. And I'm sorry. I wouldn't wish what's happened to us on our worst enemy. And I move, and I kind of, like, I sit on the floor, and I look pretty pensive. I glance over at Elsie, and I just... We'll get it back. I promise we will. I glare at you. I know. That's not exactly the most comforting thing to hear, when what you want is forgiveness from others. But... I don't need your help, Dr. Balmore. Okay. Then, would you like my company? Not right now. I slowly stand up again. Because I under- I know when I'm not, you know, wanted in a place. And I just kind of bow. And I hold up the lantern. And I descend down the stairs. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of New World, presented by Vitamin Dice. Once again, that's V-Y-T-A-M-I-N, Dice. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making it. Look out for our social media presence so you can follow this campaign. If you enjoyed the show, want to support us, and are excited for bonus content, then you should become a patron on our Patreon. Just look for Vitamin Dice. And remember, 9 out of 10 doctors recommend a regular dose of vitamin D, and the D stands for dice.